Welcome, everyone. You're tuning in to Engaging Walk. My name is Drake. And my name is Ruby. We believe in the power of walking together and talking together. It's a simple act to stay connected, and movement is key. All right. Check this out, everybody. So we just moved, and um, I'd say for this week, we did our Engaging Walk up in San Marcos. We uh, went up there for a... um, Basically, like a religious Christian event. It was a lot of fun. Conference, conference, and um, yeah, it's a beautiful area. It's a lot of nice stargazing there. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's nice and quiet, beautiful. It's it's near Oceanside, near like the Marine Corps um, Camp Pendleton, pretty close to there, in that area. And uh, you know, obviously, a lot of fun hanging out together. And um, it's actually some place that we go to, well, like around like once a month. We used to go a lot more frequently, but. Um, but yeah, so this week we are going to, that actually brings us into this main topic for this week, which is going to be family culture and setting up your family culture and why that's really important. Mm-hmm. So um, um, a long time ago, or a long time ago when we were started, you want to point blank because you want to start setting up your family culture before you get married and setting up the expectations and the, your idea of like what your family culture is going to look like. So Ruby and I did that. We've talked about this on the podcast many times before, but just to reiterate, we did this um, Danny Silk uh, Loving on Purpose program called um, Defining the Relationship, Define mm-hmm. the Relationship. It's a 10-week uh, program where each week you go over different, very important topics. Mm-hmm. And one of them is this idea of like your family culture, your family norms. What does your new normal look like? Mm-hmm. So, what first? Let's uh, let's ask Ruby because she was the one that found this whole program. What brought you to Danny Silk, and how did you discover defining the relationship? Well, Danny Silk and his family is very famous for you know um, relationship building and healthy family culture and um and he the way he approached it it's just so unique and profound and that's why I reach out to you know that to um well but it's basically him in his ministry and then as I go through it I saw the um define the relationship and um so the the very first thing that when you if, if you're interested in that um especially if you are in a stage of dating and get to know that person it's just he well he told us that um statistically 30 percent of the people um, took that you know class walk out with marriage and the rest they were like oh actually um i don't think we are a good fit so i that will hit me like this is the you know the good check you know because i i'm i'm committed and i'm serious with the relationship and I also sense the same things from you. So I think like, hey, if we are really, you know, want to define this relationship, uh, let's let's do this. And so that's why we took the class, uh, the courts, and um, and I think that that uh, week when we talk about, I, I believe it's the title is like your normal, like yep. the way you grow up is your normal, but then two different individual two two individuals have different normal and how you bring it together and that is the very the beginning stage of forming your culture and um 
And because, you know, it's just finding the common ground for two individuals um, to to start create their the family because now is um it's not my family is culture it's not your family culture it's just our family culture, and it's it's up to us to decide what is it gonna look like, and that is gonna be you know the the foundation of what we're fighting for what we uh you know um protect and also we that's what what are we going to pass on to our you know children. And that I think is very important to have the family for uh, you know, um, culture formed at the very the beginning stage of even before marriage. Yeah, and this whole idea of defining the relationship is really important because a lot of people now, you know, whether they call it like hookup culture or you know talking phase, talking phase is fine, but you should be dating with a purpose. You should be dating with of like okay this is something that I don't, you know, I don't want to waste my time. I want this to come into a marriage at, you know, at a certain point. And, and that timeline uh-huh. is different for everybody at different stages of their life, but that should be the goal of of why you're dating. Mm-hmm. And the dating is a feeling out process of like, hey, are we a good fit for each other? Um, and then, okay, so we are a good fit for each other. So let's work on these ideas of like what our future is going to look like and talking about them and setting up those expectations, which does happen when you talk about what was normal for you growing up with your family and what it was normal for your, you know, your significant other becoming your spouse, what was normal for them. And then like what you want, because what you want is maybe pretty similar, maybe different depending on how you grew up from what you, um, what you experience and then what you want with your partner. So mm-hmm. I, so I know if like in my case, uh, I grew up with, you know, a very different household, like a pretty much like a single family household with grandparents that were intervening most of the time, you know, whereas with Ruby, she lived with her mom and her dad. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of my um, references for like well, how a man acts in the house was from my grandfather. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so we had to kind of go over that a lot when we were, you know, understanding each other and like our, our childhood and how they shaped the person that we are today. Yeah. And also like how you celebrate certain events. And on top of that, we are from different cultures, too. So that's have we have a lot of topics to to discuss with and um it was great because you get to know you know um different normals from your own and um you get to you know create the healthy one that you want to pass on to your family and to well let's get deeper into you know how to form the culture as a marriage couple um, I think it's um, as you, I know, like looking back to our list and all our discussions, because um, the thing that we did is that when he was on deployment, so um, the real, the only thing that we can communicate is through Google Drive. So we we literally have the um, the list, and then we type it down our answer. So I can I, I can read his answer, and then he can read my answer, and then we you know the. It, 
it's, it's a lot of work and typing, but <laughs> you can, I mean, like we can, I, I always can go back and see the time. And for me, it's just like very, you know, sweet moments. Like, oh, at this time, at this um, date last year or two years ago, you wrote this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's evolved a lot um, how we do life because, you know, we can talk about, that's what I, um, you know, recognize this too, that we can talk a lot about marriage when we are dating. But then when we enter to marriage, you know, it's a lot of things change, a lot of things. I can prepare myself a lot for before marriage, but when I enter into that, you know, I experience in a different way. It's no longer a theory, no longer written down words, but now it's become reality. And I think that's a beauty of it, you know, instead of frustrated, you know, because I'm a planner, but, you know, God would say like, no, this is the beauty of being, you know, the reality that you get to leave it out, things that you wanted. Of course, nothing going to be like exactly how we imagine. Right. But that is the beauty of doing things, doing life with another uh, another person because you get to balance each other bounce back and forth and there's always room for discussion and there's always room to understand you know each other and learn from each other and um what i'm trying to say is that um the forming culture you will have those like certain things like i think for us we would have like three and three or five firm foundation this is what we believe for um this is who we are as um, the Martinez and um, it's not going to change. And, but however, we want to adopt and evolve um, more things or less things that we can pass on to the children. And for me, it's very important. I think also like I took, we took another class, another uh, course from Brittany that Denny Silk's um, daughter with his, uh, with her, with her husband, we talk about, she talk about the culture. And when I, t- when I listened to her and I was like, that is very powerful and important because you get to choose what is your family represent. And, yeah. and what does it mean to be a Martinez in this household? Yes. And what does it really mean, um, you know, for this time and, and we, whatever, let me live gonna challenge us you know, and then, so how do we define that? How do we respond to challenge around us? No, this is who we are and this is what we stand for. And one of the things is that, um, that I still remember that we tried, we, we said that we're going to be, um, honest to one another, you know, and, um, and of course, you know, like sometimes, you know, we're trying to get things, you know, out of the way, easier but then you know honesty is still the key and then to the foundations so um that will be passing on to the children too and i mean most of us will know that we don't need to teach the children you know to lie but they're very good at that i'm not saying that they all of that you know all the children like that but something that that is our family will fight for that we means we're going to be honest to one another even though it hurts and and of course we will speak each, uh, you know love to one another but honesty was something that we uphold in our culture as a family yeah i think that there's a lot of topics that you have to go over in order to 
understand each other better in this and establishing your family culture because <clears throat> there excuse me there's when we think about like what does a family culture look like what we're talking about just to give you some maybe if this idea is totally foreign to somebody the culture is what's normal for this unit so let's uh, like this could be your family culture this could be your work culture you know a lot of you know people talk about like toxic workplace you know nowadays so what does a toxic workplace look like a toxic workplace is a place where there's no boundaries you know people are you know t two people are expected to do all the work while the rest of the people are not doing anything um, there's disrespect between co-workers uh, there's no order and discipline there's no um yeah there's no respect between the co-workers people show up and do what they want on you know all these things create chaos and they create disorder and they create negative feelings and you know in some cases even like anxiety and depression when if you when you're like okay this is a place i i have to go to so these similar these similar these similarly these things can happen in the family disrespect no boundaries and boundaries is a very important one um boundaries have to be agreed upon of what is you know we t we talked about this in one of our previous episodes but that goes into your your family culture your boundaries of what would what will we consider normal in terms of communicating with somebody outside of our family especially if it's male to female or female to male you know things like that you have to be clear on those things and the boundaries have to be clear and they have to be you know adhered to in order to maintain that trust so all of these things honesty trust uh boundaries um and then also like some things that could derail the whole relationship if you know you're not careful things like how are we going to deal with family you know and um and i'm really glad that you know ruby and i went over those things because we have pretty similar culture even though we're from very different areas in terms of like how we deal with immediate family you know we said we said from the beginning like yes we want to help family but we don't want to do it at the expense of us you know so uh, there's a whole lot of things to discuss and and um and yeah life changes like ruby was talking about you know theory then becomes put into practice but at least we have these standards um and norms that we agree like are important to us and to important to each other going into our family mm -hmm. so as for the martinez we agree on that we will communicate honest with each other and we choose love over fear and uh, we choose connection and we will fight for the justice you know, we will represent, you know, the love of God and be kind and nice and be generous to the people around us. And that is something that we're going to teach the kids and, you know, when they are coming out to our life. But that is something that two of us going to be uphold. And like I, you know, I usually share with Drake, like, hey, if we roll this down, that means we we're going to be the one that leading that first and kids will, 
you know, observe and follow us. And of course, you know, but we need to do it first. And there's no other better time than start right away, you know. And it's again, like, because we start something new, that means we, we're going to have room for, you know, reminding each other, like, hey, this isn't, this is our culture, let's follow, follow that, you know. Um, because again, two two people just merging and create something new and and it's this time to to imp- for implement and it's not in this time to to form a new culture and and for me personally like I would love you know for for us to so um firm on that culture so when the kids come we can just pass it on instead of you know struggling and still learning the new culture yeah yeah what was um some of the important aspects of like developing our culture for you like when we first started living together for me mm-hmm. um can you say that questions again so like what was some of the important aspects of developing our culture together when we first started uh living together as a married couple well i would say communi- communication um and then again just be nice and be kind to each other and remind hey this is this is what we agree on and this is let's do that you know an encouragement affirmation when i see you doing you know things that we agree on like hey great job great job on that um and i th- yeah just just be kind and be nice to each other and encourage each other um, to do the, the new culture that we, we agree on. Mm-hmm. What about you? I think um, in the beginning, there was a lot of struggle in terms of, I mean, we, we might have mentioned this in previous podcasts, but it's worth reflecting on again, is this idea behind how much of a planner Ruby is and how, like, I'm just like, yeah, well, this is what we're going to do today. And like she's like, that doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, I want a plan for the week. And again, do we always adhere to our plans for the week? Not really. You know, we we more or less do. Sometimes, some weeks more than others. But I think over the course of time, we've become better at it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, of course, we have a couple of weeks like this last week where we were moving. And that just, you know, that's like your whole life that <laughs> for those two or three weeks is just yeah. moving. But... There were a lot of times when we had our goals written down for the week. We had our tasks that we wanted completed. And we were pretty good about completing all of them, even with our busy schedule, or or, or at least most of them. Mm-hmm. And that was a process that, from the beginning, was not a thing. From the, like from the first week that we started living together as a married couple, we didn't have you know, a calendar. We didn't have like, tasks. We didn't have goals for the I week. I do. I did. But we didn't have it as like a but married not as, couple. Yes. And then that slowly over time became a thing. And mm-hmm. now it's one that Ruby doesn't even need to tell me like, oh, hey, let's get our goals for the week. A lot of times I wrote, I write them down mm-hmm. and she's more on top of the calendar and I'm more on top of the tasks and then, but the main idea and I, what I've learned from that experience is meeting each other halfway. Like, so 
it'd be one thing for me to be like, you know what? That's not how my brain works. I don't want to do it. And that's the end of it. You know, and then Ruby's like, okay, well, I feel like we're not developing a, a mutual culture. Mm-hmm. And then I could be like, well, you know what? That's too bad. Because I don't work that way. You could work that way and I'll work my own way. And then that's, again, this is not connecting. This is disconnecting. Because that's, my my goal is to connect with uh, with you through the calendar, you know? Yeah. So it's, the whole point of it is so that we have time for date nights. So uh-huh. that we have time for things that are important to us. And, you know, I'm not saying everybody needs to have a calendar. Everyone needs to have a, a couple's task list. But what you do have to do is have some, um, what's this Ruby's favorite word with this? Intentionality. Mm-hmm. You have to be intentional with your time because you only have so much of it. And we have a busy schedule. So having that respect for our time, having that respect for the things that we have to do was, uh, you know, really important. Yeah, especially like you have a planner in your relationship and um, for me, I would just speak for my, you know, my, for my end, for my end, that as a planner, if things that doesn't work the way that is planned, it stress that person even more, it trusts me out even more because I spend so much time to look over the plan, the planner and schedule it. And so now it doesn't happen, you know. The way it is, so it's wasting my time to plan it. And what is the point of communicating? What's the point of of planning things that you know the the other person doesn't really like put an effort in? And I have to remind them all the time, you know. So, um, but again, this is not our case because, again, like I said, is is it is rather be a positive uh, affirmation. Like, hey, good job on doing the week- weekly uh, task. I appreciate that. Great. And, you know, sometimes you remind me like, hey, Ruby, what is the plan for the for the week, for the, for the month, you know? And, um, you know, so it's encouraging one another. And, and it definitely is going to be a clash between two cultures or two normals comes together. But um, I think, it's, again, being... Be, to be a positive approach, the more you look into like, hey, when there's a clash, that means I get to know this person more and there's an opportunity for you to share your point of view and to listen to the other's, you know, side and learn from it. It's not easy, but when we try to stay connected and through these things, through these clashes, you create, you slowly create uh, a, a norm for or culture for for your family. Yeah, there's um, you know, if you I feel like if you do it right, there's a lot of things to be done in the household. There's a lot of things to be done in the marriage, and um, in my work, like, uh, you know, a lot of times I think about this, especially in military families, that there's so many people that have so much dedication to their work, which is good, you know, but at the same time. You have to make room for your family, and family has become much more, much, much more important to me. And um, you know, setting up that time and respecting that time and respecting the boundaries of work and and other things to make time for for family is is has become increasingly important for me. Yeah, I think that's a great. Um, <laughs> 
you know um, example because like I like like I shared a little bit earlier that um, things gonna come and challenge that culture that you create. So our culture is to stay connected. So how do we stay connected when um, you know from work challenge and demand from work? And of course, you're later on. You know, if you have children, they have their own schedule too. So yep. if we not if we don't have a culture that form, and then we agree upon, and New also the children, and and then the children were not clear about who who they are as a family unit. You know, things can put in there. Things can you know. I think I learned, I heard someone said that if you don't plan your life, someone else will plan it for you. And you mm-hmm. don't, you don't want that. Um, and, uh, or work can plan it for you or your friend, your friends can plan it for you. Um, and I think it's very important to to form a, co- uh, a family culture and it just builds so much unity and, and you know, so clear that this is my, tar- uh, my goal for, for the family to run. And, um, yeah, it's just like you have your own team, you know? Yeah. I'd say in the, you know, we just, we came up to our, we're coming up to our anniversary and, um, and this year we've grown a lot and Mm -hmm. we've grown a lot together and in ways that I, you, you can't grow on your own and because you're growing with another person. So Uh all these things you're your family schedule, the things you're going to do as a couple, trips you're going to be going on, finances, um, work schedule, you know, p- important paperwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's so many things that life can can throw at you that you have to handle as a couple, and you know, an unexpected things. Car needs new tires. Uh, unexpected. You know life events, and then mm-hmm. of course over the course uh, of course over the course of this year we had a new dog and other things that happened. So mm-hmm. all of these things come together, and you know there's other things that are going to come into your relationship too. Like we had a, a series of issues with our previous landlord that we had to deal with together. You know, and how I dealt with that situation with my wife living with me was totally different than the way that I would deal with it by myself. Mm -hmm. Because at a certain point, what you have to also understand, especially as men, is if something's bothering your wife, it's bothering you. Maybe it doesn't bother you particularly. Happy life. (laughs) You know, I mean, maybe you can be honest about it. Like uh, there was weed smoke that was coming into the apartment and it did, it would bother me sometimes, but other times I'd just be like, well, you know, I I grew up in the hood. I'm kind of used to this. You know, but but for Ruby, she was like, "This is intolerable." You know, I can't, I can't go on like this. So I can't at that point just be like, "Oh, okay, well, you know, you just kind of have to deal with it, babe." You know, her problems then become my problems, and I have to fight them like they're my problems because mm-hmm. they are, and that's our family problem at that point. So, especially as men, you have to take on the issues that your wife is having and and have ownership of them. Maybe the fact that, you know, your neighbor's cat eating, you know, the grapes or whatever that you have in your yard. If it's really bothering, you know, your wife, you have to, you have to address the issue and your yeah, issues become you're together. you're the head of the household. Yeah, you're the head of the household. Uh-huh. And, yeah, but, you know, 
And I remember when I was going through that and I was just like every day battling with these people in terms of like trying to how, trying to make this uh this problem go away. I remember people at work were like, "Hey, you know, like I I could see that you put your, you know, this is really bothering you and it's like something that you put a lot of time and energy into making sure that like you know, your family's good and I and I respect that. You know, and mm-hmm. that's how we have to deal with problems and that's like uh, taking ownership. It's not um it's not taking control over another person is taking ownership and saying like, yes, we're a partnership. We're a team and we act like it. So one more thing that I, um, I think also like if, even like if for, if you haven't been married for years, it's also good to like sit down and talk because you have, an, a, you know, more, more death into of, your marriage so sometimes you know again life happens and children just get you more it's got to get you busier in your life and i just take sometimes and you know to review and revise your family culture and you know that that will be a great you know time to look back on like who we are as a family and how how do we show it strong and and, and, you know, firm for people around us that, hey, this is who we are and this is, you know, who, who we represent. And, you know, that's that will be a good family catch up and, you know, re- yeah, almost like a renewal of vows almost, but not the vow, culture. but like you, this also involved into your children too. like, hey, this is who we are as you know, as a family. And I think that will be powerful to you know because right because when we know who we are and what we represent for we 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 kind of like that's our focus when we leave for it you know Mm -hmm. yeah so we're going to continue on with this um this series about developing and reviewing family culture and how this really important topic is a lot of like the meat and potatoes of of relationship Mm-hmm. So just like our intimacy series, we're going to continue on with this topic next week. And also t- make sure that you look out for our um, our Yosemite Sequoia trip. We we're, you know, we're, we have that special. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it's out by now. But, you know, we're where it's, it's crunch time and we're, uh, we're, we're and it was a really great trip. And we're really, really excited to see you guys uh, experience that trip with us. Yeah. So with that, um, we're going to be wrapping up this week's episode and we're going to go more into um, family culture next week. So make sure that you like, subscribe, uh, comment, and uh, give us give us your feedback if you're on Apple Music Podcasts or if you're on Spotify, you're watching our videos on YouTube. We appreciate you guys. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. So make sure you check out our account there. It's Engaging Walk. You can also find out more information at www.engagingwalk.com. And uh, is there anything else? Or Well, we will move to the, our assignment that um, if you have not created your family culture, it's, it's time for you and just, you know, take a walk and ask your partner, like, hey, what do you want us to know for? And how do we, you know, what is that? So that we can start writing down and... Um, 
Yeah, start off small. Start yeah. off with like Just three items of what you would like to see your family culture look like. You know, um, and and just go back and forth on it and make sure that you're clear on those understandings. Yeah, and that as well, that, that, that probably would be our assignment for this week. Yeah, three items that you'd like to see in your family, in your family culture. And yeah. share them with us. Share them, share these ideas in the comments. Mm-hmm. Well, with that, we want to thank you guys for tuning in. My name is Drake. And my name is Ruby. And we are... Signing out. Bye.